I stand for open questioning of authorities. I stand for honesty, fact-based reasoning, and debate. I oppose all censorship, including hate speech laws. I reject name-calling and insults. I'm Bill Warner. Have you ever been with an apologist for Islam and some what I call bad stuff, things like jihad, female genital mutilation, killing apostates comes up, and the apologist says in order to defend Islam and Muslims, he says, well, it all depends on how you interpret it. What they mean here is if we can imagine it in any way, then it can be true. It's a form of denial, but yet they want to talk about interpretation. Now, what is the it that they want to interpret? Well, the it they want to interpret is, of course, Quran, Sarah, Hadith. We need to understand that the Quran is perfect, eternal, universal. I've also never met anyone who's talked about this. It all depends on how you interpret it, who's actually read all of the Quran, all of the Sirah, the biography of Muhammad, and all the Hadith. Now, we need to understand here that there's some broad areas of agreement that no one really disagrees about. So there's no interpretation needed because there's consent on the fact that there are five pillars. The zakat, the shahada, fasting during Ramadan, going on the hajj, and praying five times a day. These are the five pillars. There's agreement on that. Now, there's also an element of called jihad, which there's agreement on. The other thing that they all agree with is there is a need for some form of sharia, and there's agreement on the fact that kafirs are the enemy of Allah. Now, let's take an example of interpretation. If you read the Quran written in Mecca, there's no jihad in it at all. If you read the Quran written in Medina, 24% of it is devoted to jihad. 21% of the hadith is about jihad, and 67%, two-thirds of the sirahs, about jihad. Now, how are we to interpret this? Well, there are two possible interpretations here. According to the Quran written in Mecca, Islam is a religion of peace. But according to the Quran written in Medina, well, it changes because Medina is all about the triumph of political jihad. So they're both real. How are you going to choose? Apologists like to say, well, the jihad is historic and there's no need for that today, but not so fast. You see, the Quran tells us how to interpret this, and what the Quran says is, according to the principle of abrogation, the latter verse is better than the earlier verse. The Quran gives us rules on how to interpret this, and it says use abrogation. The latter verse is better than the earlier verse. So this is the rule of interpretation given in the Quran. This is a form of dualism in which we have two principles that contradict each other, but they're both true at the same time. So both choices are available. You can pick and choose. You use whichever one you need when you need it. This is the strength of Islamic doctrine. The harmful doctrine is stronger and better than the earlier doctrine. Now here's another example of interpretation. There are four different schools of Sharia and the Sunni Islam. Now they're identical in 75% of their conclusions, and some of the disagreements are subtle, like is FGM, female genital mutilation, is it mandatory or recommended? Some say recommended, some say mandatory. So there is interpretation there. But here's the trap. Most apologists think that if you make a choice, the other choice goes away because they contradict each other. So therefore, if we choose to interpret Islamic doctrine as the religion of peace, since it's contradicted by the politics of jihad, then the politics of jihad must be wrong. That's because we're using our Western logic in a situation where it does not apply. Because both of these choices, jihad and religion of peace, are valid choices and can be done. So what the apologist wants to do is to take this work and cause it to be a form of denial. Now then, 
we have to see all of Islam before we try to interpret it. Islam can be pleasant or it can be a terror. So no interpretation can change that. There's a moderate Islam and an extreme Islam and no one part of it can go away. You can't say, well, I believe in moderate Islam and I reject extreme Islam. No, no, no. Mecca and Medina are both there and no one part of it can go away. We must interpret the totality of Islam. Islam is Islam. So interpret it as you will, but the other choices are there for someone else to choose. Interpretation does not reform Islam. So think about what I've told you. Thank you very much.